Hello everyone! The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. Yeah, well, and so that that is my issue with it. Like, this, I think, is an easier film for me to, to watch than for some people, for, you know, whatever reasons. Mm-hmm. And the issue I have is, yeah, the film does nothing to address his crimes in the past outside of him saying, you know, I am a rapist. And that happens literally with five minutes left in the movie. If even that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think this film is ever trying to redeem him. I don't think it's saying, oh, he's saving this girl. You want, you like this man. Never once in this film was I like, oh, I like this ca- I like this man as a human being. Mm. See, I think that there are some people who are going to be like, oh, fuck yeah, the blind man, get yours. He's like a brutal anti-hero. Fuck yeah. And... I agree with you. And that's kind of a thing where it's okay, well, like, is it the movie's job to do this? And granted, I would argue in this case, yes, it is the movie's job to be like, "Um, no, it's not right. (laughs) But it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, I'm never rooting for him. I'm rooting for the girl. And unfortunately, and and it is deliberate on the screenwriter's parts on Fede Alvarez and Roto Sayagas, I kind of liked the moral quandary I was in to where I was and again I don't think the film's deep (laughs) but but to be like well I want the girl to live um so I'm going to hope that this blind man saves her but I'm compartmentalizing and I'm fully aware and I understand why some people won't be able to do that with this with this character and compartmentalizing is actually a really great way of putting it you kind of have to put your disgust and your disdain and all of the ambivalence that you feel about bringing him back and making him the lead of this film you have to put that into a little box and be like okay this is phoenix's story go phoenix i have two problems with this character Uh with phoenix as a de facto lead like it's her and the blind man are our protagonists One is that she doesn't have quite enough agency for me. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to do this, you need a character who is going to hold her own. And this is a character who gets knocked out at every opportunity. Or sideline. She's in a box. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other piece is that as much as I do think she's doing her best, if we're being honest, I think that Madeline Grace, the actress, is not the strongest child actress. Interesting. I I actually really liked her. Okay, so I think she's fine, and I probably would like her better had we not just watched The Boy Behind the Door. Because those are two really strong child actors who are fucking anchoring a thriller. I'm full-on invested in their journey. Here I was like, yeah, she's fine. But you are right, though, in that she's sidelined, right? Like, she's in the box the first half, and then she's, um, you know, knocked out on a quote-unquote hospital bed for the second half. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. It almost makes the moment where she does get her agency and she stabs her father through the back with a machete in the final moments to rescue her surrogate dad. It's obviously supposed to be a really big moment, but I also feel like it's a bit of a eh, like a bit of a whimper. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. I mean, again, I, I, I don't even disagree. <laughs> oh, no, I know. Because I, I was thinking of this from your perspective because I, I saw that you had liked it more and mm. I... 
I was able to figure out some of the ways that you would be talking positively about this film. And I don't disagree with you either. Like, I think if you are going into this looking for a reasonably solid, well-directed, mostly well-acted action film, this will do it for you. But I could watch that anytime, anywhere. Mm -hmm. I don't know why this is called Don't Breathe 2, because we didn't need a second Don't Breathe. And I know it's like, we don't need anything. But in terms of like, why did we bring this character and this IP back other than to make money if you're not going to do something more interesting with it? (laughs) 